0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Thank you so kind for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. And as E2247 would say.
1: Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China. And full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free.
0: Hello, relatives. Today's going to be, will be the greatest day ever visit, as usual, he says. Anyway, folks, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard as well in the house. We have, uh, I started the chat late again, so let me get to the other screen here. We have in the house Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. She says, I got here before I got here before Michael Rudnan. You beat him. There you go, Melanie. You beat him. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Breach MCP is in the house. Brother AVQ, the one and only El Senor Rudnan is in the house. And he said, yep, yep, yep. You got here before the restream bot kicked in. And Melanie says, hmm, don't give no excuses now, my brother. Okay, also in the house, also in the house. If I miss you, forgive me because I started the stream late. Okay, I think I got everybody so far. We are going to have a great show for you today. Anyhow, we're going to start today with, uh, let me, you know, I want to make sure I get more people in before I get the right wing story in. So let's go ahead and get started with the, medicare story so let me go ahead and pull that up and bring it into the fold and put it onto the screen because this is a serious story that too many people are not talking about or that don't realize how serious it is roland medicaid purge called largest concentration of health insurance loss in the u.s history one activist warned that this is going to be oh i didn't see yvette yvette avery harrod where are you uh, thank you for... Uh, who else did I miss? Because I'm looking at two screens, and I didn't see Yvette in the YouTube screen, and I didn't see Yvette in the Facebook screen, but then the Facebook sometimes is flaky with your streaming. But sorry, forgive me, Yvette avery Herod, our wonderful person out of Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Politics Unripe. Okay, I'm going to start with the Yvette. Yes, she's here. Boop, boop. All right. We're going to start with the uh, Medicare, Medicaid purge. States across the U.S. have stripped nearly six million people of Medicaid coverage over just the past several months, creating what one healthcare activist and researcher described as the largest concentration of health insurance loss in history. In American history, that is. This is happening in red states like Texas, Utah, Idaho, where we expect this brutal Medicaid Retrenchment, Beatrice Adler Bolton, co-author of Health Communism and co-host of the Popular Death Panel Podcast, said in a statement, But But there are huge amounts of procedural disenrollments happening in California. It's happening in Rhode Island and California and New Mexico, noted Adler Bolton. This is a year-long process and it's just getting started. It's moving slowly, and it's more dangerous this way. This process is rolling, so data is slow. We are not going to have a full picture of how to compare states against each other for months and months. The latest data compiled by the Kaiser Foundation, which includes public reporting figures from 48 states and Washington, D.C., shows that at least 5.7 million people have lost Medicaid coverage since April when states began eligibility checks and disenrollments that are paused during the coronavirus pandemic. So you see all these things are coming together. Uh, Let's see. Actually, no internet can't join today, but we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Alistair. Thank you for coming in, uh, for for giving us that notice. I hate that you don't have the internet. This is an important topic as well. All right. Uh, A bipartisan deal reached by Congress and approved by President Joe Biden last year lifted the pandemic era continuous coverage requirements and prevented states from kicking people off Medicaid during the public health emergency. The policy led to record Medicaid enrollment and its termination could cause upwards of 15 million people, including millions of child millions of children to lose coverage under the program. According to the Kaiser Foundation, 73% of the uh, people disenrolled from Medicaid so far have lost coverage for procedural reasons, such as failure to return paperwork on time or jump through other. Often confusing bureaucratic hoops, not because they were deemed ineligible due to their income or other factors. High procedural disenrollment rates are concerning because many people who are disenrolled from these paperwork reasons may still be eligible for Medicaid coverage. KFF Kaiser Foundation says some states such as Maine have temporarily paused procedural terminations for some enrollees while the state addressed problems in the renewal process, at least to increase procedural disenrollments. Texas has removed more people from Medicaid than any other states. That is to be expected. That's what we do in Texas. Our Republican uh, uh legislator has no problems in killing people. We already didn't take the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. Now we're throwing people off of Medicaid as fast as we can because what? We our our uh our legislators, Republican legislators when it comes to health care are murderers. Late last month. The state's entire Democratic congressional delegation implored the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to intervene and ensure that Texas Republican dominated government complies with federal rules to prevent the catastrophic loss of coverage. The Democratic lawmakers, led by Representative Lloyd Doggett and Greg, uh, Greg Kassar, cited a July whistleblower letter that issued dire warnings about Texas's Medicaid purge. The whistleblowers who identified themselves as employees of the Texas Health and Human Services Commission wrote that roughly two weeks after the mass disenrollment began, we started receiving numerous calls, emails from agency uh, leadership, indicating that thousands of individuals had been erroneously denied coverage. But they want that. They're going to use that to tell the the Texans, hey, look, we're balancing the budget. Check it out. We're balancing the budget without raising taxes on the corporations. That's why they want to kick people off as soon as possible. And because they keep their, their population uneducated, their population will, many of them that are still eligible, will decide, you know what, throw their hands up into the air and call it a day and just live and die. They'll just won't go for coverage. They won't go and get health care and die. Yeah, right? Indirect murder is what we should call it. Indirect murder. Indirect murder. As a result of the initial process we ran in April, we were informed that approximately 80,000 individual lost coverage erroneously, including several thousand pregnant women who required critical services during the pregnancies or essential post-pregnancy care coverage, the whistleblower wrote. Additionally, we received subsequent emails from agency leadership indicating that several thousand elderly individuals were slated to lose their medical coverage, which previously paid a portion of the Medicare Part B expenses. If this isn't criminal, I don't know what is. Many of these individuals did not receive any notice of denial, they added, leaving them unaware of their coverage termination until their social benefits were reduced to cover the premium payments. Shortly after the whistleblower allegations emerged, CMS sent letters to all 50 states noting that it had learned of additional systems and operational issues affecting multiple states, which may be resulting in eligible individuals being improperly disenrolled. One problem identified by CMS could be having a disproportionate impact on kids, the agency said in a statement. CMS believes that eligibility systems in a number of states are programmed incorrectly And are conducting automatic renewals at the family level and not the individual level, even though individuals and families may have different eligibility requirements to qualify for Medicaid and the Children's Health Insurance Program. The agency said... For example, children often have higher eligibility thresholds than their parents, making them more likely to be eligible for Medicaid or CHIP coverage, even if their parents no longer qualify. Speaking on a condition of anonymity, one Biden administration told The Washington Post that the number of children affected by programming issue is likely in the millions. CMS has also warned that long-call center times in at least 16 states could be causing people to just give up, on trying to renew their coverage, that's what I said. They just throw their hands up into the air and say, "You know what? I am not going to be covered. To hell with it. I'll just, I'll just get sick. If I get sick, I'll try to figure it out." These people are. This is the instantiation of evil, folks. That's what we say constantly, over and over and over again. While Republican led such, uh, Republican led such as Texas and Florida have moved aggressively to gut their Medicaid rolls, drawing outrage and lawsuits from residents. California, New York, and other blue states have also collectively removed hundreds of thousands of people from their program, often for procedural reasons, indicating a nationwide crisis. Adler Bolton warned Friday that this is going to become the healthcare legacy of the Biden presidency if his administration doesn't act quickly. He needs to issue an executive order immediately. That's what he needs to do and stop it in his track till everybody cleans up their act. It's better to err on the side of giving people more services than giving people less services than they qualify for. That's my words. When we look at the Affordable Care Act enrollment expansion, 13 million people added in 2014. We're going to see a contraction of a similar amount, if not 10 million more. If in the course of a calendar year, said Adler Bolton, CMS has the authority to halt procedural determinations today. We're only a few months into this and 74% are procedural determinations. CMS should be saying, pause. It's their responsibility to do it. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, let me get to the to the panel here. Uh, let's see what we have here from our beautiful, beautiful... Panel, who signed para ver para ver para ver para ver para ver para ver Egberto? You forgot Yvette Avery Herald. Actually, I did remember that. Thank you, Breach MCP, for reminding me. I did that, and she did say she's here. Uh, let's see, Crystal Two Bulls Ogala Lakota uh, was slapped for protecting indigenous land and water. Thank you for that information. Let's see what else we have here. Um, uh, E2247's climate chaos is such a complex issue that it's hard to know where to look for reliable information um actually it shouldn't be too hard to look if, if if you hear people talking about uh climate change isn't real you know it's not reliable so i mean it's not hard to figure out what is reliable and what isn't uh eric Hayes says, why is mayor of my morning uh why is what what why is mayor of new york moaning because he's getting overwhelmed our government has been flying people there, right? Oh yes, the our Texas government has been doing that. Okay. Let's see what is up. Any question? Climate chaos. Yes. Maywood says good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. Hey folks, don't forget, tomorrow we are going to have our what we didn't have on last weekend. Ask Egberto anything. And what i'm going to do right now is put the link for ask egberto anything into the stream it is politics right.com slash ask egberto anything i repeat politics slash ask egberto i'll repeat one more time politics slash ask egberto i just put the link into the stream all right, let's see what else we got here. Melanie Keelan says, what can we do? It's I've always lived fairly simple. Believe it or not, that does it. Eric says, "Whistleblow support for Medicaid expansion, but why not for law or IRS or armed forces showing things? I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Michael Rudnan says, Corpus Christi Caller Times, if you could save 730 Texans' lives each year, would you? If you could, but didn't, are you a murderer? Yes, you are. Texas is the nation's most medically uninsured state, with 4.5 million uninsured, 623,000 of them children. A University of Michigan study estimates that 15,600 people nationwide have died because their states refused the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. The annual weight in Texas of debts that could be avoided solely by expanding Medicaid, according to the study, is 700 and 30. So there is an equivalent of each of our politicians in, in killing more than one person because of their lack of action. Don't forget, folks, Ask Egberto Anything this weekend. Please sign up now. Just go to politicsunright.com slash ask Egberto. slash ask Egberto. Ask Egberto is spelled A-S-K-E-G-B-E-R-T-O. If you are in the podcast, you still have time, just sign up and it's free. And we will talk manana. Melanie Keelan says, ask Egberto anything. Yes, you can. And we have a person, let's see, Hulk and break. Welcome aboard. Medicare for all, single pair, be so easy and cheaper. Move into a care uh, over profit model, which is why other civilized countries, cheaper costs, better healthcare customs. I gave an example of Costa, <clears throat> of Costa Rica. Their per capita cost, I believe, is one-tenth. Of America they send out somebody at least once a year to every citizen in Costa Rica to check on their health to learn your history etc and it works like a champ they find things before things happen people get good health care there are clinics around the areas it's not hard to be humane it's not hard at all to be humane right uh let's see, uh, I won't even bother with what uh, Mike uh, Daniel Ledeau has to say because once again, he's doing what he does best, our friend, but he projects. That's what he does. He projects all the things relative to what Republicans do. They attempt to project it onto others, but the fact of the matter is you can't project the evil you are doing. The evil that is occurring in this country has been coming specifically from one side of the aisle, from one side of the aisle. Anyway, folks, this morning on the show, we had one of my regular callers. I mean, he's trying to he's trying his best to get a gotcha on me really, really badly. And I wish he would sometimes succeed, but he hasn't thus far. And the the reason why is simple, right? When your ideology is based on a lie, when your ideology is hurtful, when your ideology is evil, when your ideology doesn't have anything to offer people, you have to create uh, uh, fallacies about said ideology. You also have to lie. You also have to bloviate. Because again, your ideology has failed and continues to fail. Well, this uh, regular caller thought he was going to have me today on the morning show. So I tell you what, let's go ahead and listen to that. Uh, this is for the purpose of our, or not only you, you guys, but our, our, our um, uh, podcast listeners or vlogcast listeners, etc. So here we go, and we'll take it then on the other side, but it's important because these people, uh, Eric says, why pound your chest and show up other people? That's not what we do here. What we do here is inform. But one of the things that we also do is we try to point out when right-wingers or even left-wingers or anybody come and they attempt to pass on false information because we know that false information is out there, we try to mitigate it quickly. And that's what was done. Let's check it out, and then we'll take it on the other side.
2: Yeah. Uh, I hear this a lot about the uh, United States. First off, people compare it to the other countries. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they don't like like the United States. I would say, you know, like this country has, you know, why don't we get this, but Germany gets that. And, you know, uh, why, why is this?
0: Why is that? Because we want yeah. things that are good compare, for us.
2: You compare what you dislike. So you can simply move to
0: Germany. Well, no, because this is my country. This is my country. I am going to look at other things that work. What is the thing about uh, progressives and also moving forward and also growing, Brian? You can learn how to stagnate and just say this is how things are going to be, period. This is who we are. That's one way of being. I refuse to be that way. And even as as I don't revere the founding fathers, even the founding fathers believe that. I mean, the founding fathers, when they wrote a constitution, wrote an expandable document that could change with time. So even they... In as much as what they did in the beginning was severely lacking, even they understood that uh, things uh, needed to move forward. So, no, my dear Brian, when I see another country doing something that has been successful and our country isn't, I am not going to move to that country. I'm going to try to make our country more successful. It's that simple. And you should feel the same way, too, my brother. No,
2: no. no. Can you name me how many countries in the world have a bill of rights, right?
0: Let me tell you, a newer constitution does not require a bill of rights. And you know why? Because intrinsic to that constitution is a bill of rights. Remember, our bill of rights came about because of a flawed constitution. You see, when when you don't learn critical theories about how we were founded, etc., that's how we make the mistake that you just made. Here is what you just said. How many countries have a bill of rights? They don't need a bill of rights if it's intrinsic to the constitution. We needed one because we failed at our constitution and it was not going to come to fruition unless we got a bill of rights. So that is where, again, you have to learn these things, my brother. Continue. Yes the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. Well, I mean, you, you can call it ridiculous. It, you can go ahead and read it. You can read the, the Federalist Papers and you can read everything that I just said, which will oh, prove it true. Well, you must not have. If you don't believe, if, sir, if you don't believe that the Bill of Rights came about because the Constitution didn't have that in it, then you haven't read the Federalist Papers. Then you haven't read the history of the United States. Oh, well, I know a lot about the history. of the United States. Uh, It seems like, sir, my brother, my brother, I made a truthful statement. I made a truthful statement <laughs> that is, sir, hold on, sir. Hold on. I made you talk. I made a truthful statement that is verifiable by our history. You can go read it if you want to. And for you to come on air on a national program and say that, what I said was ridiculous, when it is verifiable and provable, it's, it speaks badly of, of what you're saying, sir. No, 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 no. That's your interpretation. It's not an, sir. It's not an interpretation. This is in black and white. If you read the Federalist Papers, it, the constitution would not have passed the way it was written. We needed to have individual rights. And that's where the bill of rights came about. They are amendments. They are not a part they are amendments to the constitution, sir.
2: Because they realized that it was not perfect and it is not
0: a. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> You're repeating what I said, sir.
2: It's not, That is your interpretation.
0: Anyway, uh, sir, you just said what I said. They realized it wasn't, uh, it had flaws and they had ten, the first 10 amendments, which became the bill of rights. And that's why it's there. And you just repeated that. That's why it's there as well. No, no. I said
2: that's your interpretation of the country. Okay, Constitution.
0: what's you, okay? Right. Uh, no, I. I did it's, not agree
2: with it. You compare this country to the faults that it has to other countries that does not have faults.
0: Uh, who said other countries don't have faults? Who's
2: whoever? S-
0: whoever said, my dear brother, that other countries don't have faults? Again, uh, uh, the way that a a a pragmatic person does is as following. Something good in country number A works well, let's adopt it in our country. Something works badly in our country, let's get rid of it that is what you say that, that you know that's what you do
2: we, we didn't get rid of slavery
0: correct right uh yeah I mean, but I, why I why did we have it in the first place
2: because it's slavery has been here since the dawn of time
0: the, no here's the thing
2: sir again
0: sir uh slave the slavery issue is something we should be ashamed of and and, uh, and and period we should simply atone for it we don't need to talk about it atone for it we did something wrong we did something evil our country was formed on an evil the genocide that occurred unto the natives that was an evil accept it and move on the same goes on with uh, with what we did to the chinese over here we did a lot of bad things for our success accept it that's what we did now we've made we've atoned. Let's move on. But we've we we have to accept that we did bad things. It's not difficult, sir. But I let me run to Barry. Brian, call back tomorrow. Barry, come on in. You got thirty seconds. I
1: really don't have very much to say after that. You you nailed it, brother. But that goes to show you the hypocrisy runs strong. And I guarantee that people like Ryan and all those other ones that think like that took all the stimulus money that they could possibly muster. Thank
0: you, bro. Yeah, thank you very much for calling in, Barry. But anyhow, that that, that kind of a discussion, people say, well, why do you stick with it? Because other people are going to hear and you would not imagine the amount of people who just think in the perfection of the Constitution, not realizing that from its inception, it had to be modified before it could even pass muster. It would not have passed without a Bill of Rights. And some many don't even realize that the Bill of Rights is nothing more than uh, uh, 10 additional amendments to the constitution which means a change constitution to fix some of the many flaws it had later would we'll get the flaw that removed me as being three-fifths of a person etc but i mean it is amazing that these folks don't want to critically think you have got to think we did a lot of bad things that is how that is that's why we got strong so fast we, we took shortcuts okay let's not try to re-engineer history let's not okay let's go ahead uh Let's say Bridge MCP says uh, 2021 true over 2k people. I, I must be got into the middle of that. Uh, let's let's go ahead, Daniel Ado Well, I won't touch that. Uh, Michael Rodney says, University of of Medicine and Health Science from 2014. Healthcare in Costa Rica, about a third to a fifth of what Americans pay for certain treatments, according to international Living. Doctors usually uh, charge no more than $60 per visit, including house calls, private insurance care, etc. All right, let's go ahead and bring in uh, our first caller of the day. Good, good afternoon. First caller of the day. How are you doing today? Good afternoon, Edberto. This sounds like my brother Ray. How are you doing this more, this afternoon, sir? Well,
1: it's the one and only. I'm good, sir. I was just uh, calling in response to that uh, caller that you played from earlier. Yes. You know, I just had to say, when it comes to that caller, like I say, uh, you are the man when it comes to being able to, to hang in there and, and soldier through those tough conversations. And I can, I can hear, like, you know, it, it, it can get heated, but you still maintain your composure through it. And I just admire that so much, because if I was talking to that same gentleman, <laughs> I would have told him, you go. Why don't you go to a country? I bet you got all the resources, all the money, all the savings, all the. All the old money from your slave owner. I don't know if he has slave owner uh, <laughs> descendants, but I'm assuming he probably does. You know, it's always the people that tell us to go back to another country or go to another country that we find more desirable. And we are. Let me just say it like this. We don't have the resources, OK? If I wanted to up and move to Canada tomorrow, I don't have the resources, nor does their immigration want to take me. So, you know what? This is my country and I'm not going anywhere. And you, if you have a problem with with the way I want to progress this country, why don't you go to one of those regressive, fascist countries where you feel more comfortable?
0: You know, I'm I, done, Egberto. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on, Ray. Let me let me just tell you, my brother. And and you no, said. No, I'm
1: still that- here. I just I I just want to like say I'm done. I got. You oh, got I, I my- got
0: you. I got you. Let me let me tell you something. I understand that, right? Uh, we need we need every passion there is. You know, I I can handle no matter what people tell me. I, I can handle it just fine. There's nothing somebody's going to tell me that's going to that's going to drive me crazy. I'm an old man. I can take care of all of that. Now here's the thing, my brother, and uh, what I w- want to use him to show how little these people that saying glory, glory, hallelujah. How little they know about the country. Let me give. Let me give something that I allowed him to get away with. When he said, when when I asked, when I told him about slavery, and he said, "Well, you know, uh, first of all, everybody constantly say how exceptional." America is. Okay, let's go ahead and let's postulate to America being exceptional. Let's go ahead and he then says, how many countries have a, a bill of rights? He wanted to imply that we were the country that really cared about people's human rights, people's individual rights. When I brought up slavery... He said, Well, you know, that is the thing that everybody was doing in those times. Well, immediately that statement makes you no longer exceptional. And it also makes you that nothing that you've done was all that great anyway if you don't distinguish yourself from anybody else, which actually, in our case, was actually worse. Shadow slavery in the United States was much worse than slavery in any other part of the Americas almost. You know, we, you know, I mean, if you take a look at how we implemented Chad's slavery in America compared to, let's say, how it was done in other countries, Panama, uh, uh, Jamaica, Brazil or other places, we were. Oh, oh you preaching to the choir, Alberto, because yeah, um, right. I just no, but, came from the Legacy Museum mm-hmm. and I thought yeah, all and, the and history is there. Yes, it, it's important for people to understand our Our degree of slavery came with a certain kind of inhumaneness. That, in as much as there were slaves all over the world, hell, the Jews were slaves in in, in the times of Pharaoh, etc. But we had there's a certain thing within the American slavery that was so bad. There's a certain thing even after slavery. When you look at what occurred during the civil rights movements and how dull, I mean, there there is a, s- a certain evil within mass incarceration
1: is still right. happening right now, and that's and how they kept slavery active and available because the 13th amendment says that no person can be, a, can be put into servitude except for uh, punishment of a crime. Exactly. That's a big, big except. Okay. That's right. a huge loophole that they put into the constitution that specifically targets a certain group of people in this, in this society that, Really, they didn't have a place for us, so they had to make a place. You Ray, go ahead, Egberto. Ray
0: you, uh, it, it, you know, and again, because uh, they're not wanting, you know, I mean, if you if you want to understand why the right right now are so concerned about teaching real history, because even in our past history books, a lot of these things were left out. Tulsa was left out. Mississippi was left out. The carnage in 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 in, in Florida. All these things were left out. So the uh, good Americans don't know about these things. And and let's be clear here: this uh, none of these teachings were anything for anybody to sit down and feel bad about themselves. It's for them to sit down and understand what was done in the past. And not only that, it's for them to understand why why is it that. You always look at a black community, and for some reason, it seemed to be in a large, uh, not all, but some black communities in a depressed state more so than a depressed white community. Why is that the case? When you have history, you can understand what had occurred to make that reality, right? But they don't want to teach that. They want to make everybody believe we are this great country that uh that has always had some moral compass we did not have a moral compass at our inception you can't have a moral compass if you geno- was were genocidal with the the original settlers if you were geno- if you were uh, if you were a slave owner and if you did what you did to the chinese you cannot go ahead and claim ho- how moral you were when those things occurred you cannot you can say we are atoning for all the bad things that we're doing, and we are making the attempt to be good people, that is what you have to do. But that's the reason why many people from around the world, when we go around for, and but, start, hey, to, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, sir, please. Let me let me show you something. There, the
1: right wing also is so despicable. They want to turn back the clock on the progress that we've already made because they're they're despised at. The progress we already have made, they want to basically take us back. That's why I despise the Trump movement so bad, because I feel like those are the type of people that are perfectly fine with the clock turning back on our progressive rights that we've worked and clawed and fought so hard for. It's not so much about the man, it's about the movement and everything that comes with it.
0: Ray, let me just tell you the most important thing that I want to say to all our listeners, to all the people listening here, because, OK, I'm, I'm watching a Mike Cisack in the in the room, a, a Daniel Ledeau say silly things. Right. Daniel Ledeau says his uh, his white parents uh, had it worse than any slave. I mean, when you hear silly things like that, right, you just listen to it and you smile. But let me tell you what I'm trying to realize uh, our brother. He's right about one thing uh they may have had it bad because and they and they continued to have the feelings or whatever they had for others because of one reason they are, they were all being played and it it's it's the notion that I'm trying to get across the entire board when you're talking about these issues my white brothers and my white sisters we are all in the same boat that is what I'm trying to get across. But they make you believe you have some innate privilege. And in doing so, you fight to hold on to something you really don't have. Let me explain. I know a lot of people a lot of black folks are going to say, hey, brother, what are you talking about? There is white privilege. I mean, that's not the privilege I'm talking about. What they do is they create this thing called the white privilege so that you would be a step above in the aggregate we're speaking about the others, the Latinos, the blacks, the indigenous, etc. So you feel you have to fight for something. And when those other people start to fight for their freedoms, when those other people try to fight for their piece of the pie, they know, the, the plutocrats know, the people that are pulling your strings, they know that you are not gonna fight the plutocrats, you're going to be fighting those people you are think that you think are out there trying to take your what's what belongs to you. That's why you see the reaction out of CSAC. That's why you see the reaction out of Hayes and Ledo. They are still enchained in their minds from what the plutocracy has put there into believing that the people that are harming them are the others or us, as opposed to the people who are on top who simply look like them but don't care a bit about them, right? So I am in, in my program in here what I try to do. First of all, I try to let everybody that I love them all. You know uh, race is a stupid thing. Unfortunately we are in a racialized society, but race is a stupid thing. And I don't let race govern what we are what we know we have to do. We have to be in coalition with us all. We all have to work together because the enemy isn't our black brother and sister or white brother and sister or Asian brother and sister or Latino brother and sister. The enemy is that guy on top pulling the strings. And if you ask me why I can keep my cool, um, uh, Ray, I can keep my cool because if somebody is brainwashed, they're ill, they're sick. Remember that. Somebody's brainwashed, they're sick as well. And you, Ray, I know your empathy, your humanity. If you can convince yourself that somebody is ill, you realize that that which they do is not a cause, is not necessarily their fault. Yes, they are executing these things, but unfortunately... Many times it comes from a mind, sometimes a weak mind, sometimes a mind that's willfully ignorant, sometimes a mind that needs a a, a mind that doesn't have within themselves. They don't have self-esteem, etc. So they have to they have to pull on that. That's why I can keep my cool. That's why I intend to continue doing what I do here, my brother. And that is to love on everybody and point to everybody some realities. Rudnin. I have another one he wants on the screen. Anyway, what else is there, Brother Ray? Talk to me.
1: You know, I appreciate your empathy, but like Mr. T say, I pity the fools (laughs) who feel like racial (laughs) equality and equity is going to be the downfall of this country. And as an American-born citizen... I want to say personally, Egberto, I appreciate mm-hmm. you coming to this country and fighting and doing everything you had to do to get here and that you're coming here to make this a better country. And I want to say as your brother in struggle, as an American born citizen, we not going nowhere. So everybody who got a problem with our desire for progress, if anybody going to go somewhere, you go first. We not going anywhere.
0: Thank That's you, my I'm brother. Thank you, my brother. And look here. Thank you for calling, and thank you for g- giving me the opportunity to say these things that needed to be said. So I appreciate you, man. All right, bro. Take Stay care. Cool. All right, folks. Uh, Rudin, I love that one that you have on the screen. Careful, mate. That foreigner wants your cookie. Uh, that is that is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, exactly what I'm talking about. My brother, Rudnan, who put that there. Welcome aboard, Bruce Pollard. He says, late for lunch, but are, I'm here. Great to have you here. Uh, let's see, AC Rodriguez says, whoa, that's a really good way to look at their conservatives' views. Mental illness makes sense. It is, but it's not even, It's not. I'm not even kidding about it. It is a mental illness, right? It has to be. If you continuously support stuff that hurts you, There's something wrong in the connections in your head, mental illness. So we help rewire that. It's that simple, right? You help rewire that. You don't hate on somebody that is mentally ill. Uh, You know, I've been mentally ill in in my own way before, and and people have healed me. People have healed me from my uh, homophobia. People have healed me from my sexism, right? People were kind enough to uh to tolerate till i was able to do right and that's the exact thing i intend to do as well now this one is from Breach mcp the forest was shrinking but the trees kept voting for the axe as its handle was made of wood and they thought it was one of them oh boy that's a good one too that is a very good one breach. The forest was shrinking, but the trees kept voting for the axe as its handle was made of wood, and they thought it was one of them. You see, the, 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 the reality is we are all humans. We are all in the same boat, right? But they taught you to look at something else, right? They taught you. To look at something as J seven thirteen says, "Egberto, I love your eternal optimism, but some people are just ignorant on purpose. Keep working on them. You know, I am not going to let those people. I, you just mentioned an important thing: the people that are ignorant on purpose. I'm not going to let them stop the project. Right? We can't. We can't allow them to stop the project. That's what their masters would like them to do. Those who have them enslaved." that's what they would want them to do. We won't have that, we won't have that. Anyway, what time is it? 3.45, 3.45, I tell you what, I have a 10 minute segment that I want to play and then I'm gonna show you the discussion it has been creating at Daily Coast because I want people to look at this. Democrats need to listen to this in my humble opinion. Tell me what you guys think about it. We only have about two minutes after uh, it plays to talk about it. Let's get it busy. Let me get my rant out of the way. This is an important rant. The polls are, according to the, I think it's a Wall Street Journal. I think the polls are at forty six, forty six, which mean Biden and Trump are tied at 46, somewhere around there. That's what it looks like. Of course, we don't know where the 8% is going to drop. My hunch is that most of the 8% are going to drop on Biden because, again, uh, I think Trump is probably maxed out. He's a politician that least people care about, etc. But he does have a sycophants that follow him. However. Democrats are going around the place starting to say things like it is Biden's age that's really causing the problem. It is Biden's age that makes people say the economy isn't as good as it is. It is Biden's age that have people thinking that he's not good on the economy. He's not good on health care. He's not good on 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 uh, on all these other issues that the poll checks. To which I state to the people who are what I call our elitist uh, democratic uh, advisors, our elitist democratic consultants, they are simply wrong. What they don't understand is because they stay in their high towers and not understand what's going on on the ground. They don't go into the communities where our good Republican friends live and go and, and they don't go to the spaces that our Republican brothers and sisters go to lie. They don't do it. So they sit down and they hear somebody mention that we are concerned about Biden's age and they just hold on to that nugget. And they start to say the reason that Biden is not doing well it's because of his age. It's not because of his age. Look, he's older. And you know what? We, we, we by now should have had a younger candidate running, but we don't. We don't. And I don't know how much time we have to do that thing. So I think for all practical purposes, we're stuck with Biden. But Biden should be doing orders of magnitude better than he is in the polls. He should be doing orders of magnitude better than Trump. But what our consultants are not doing, and I'm talking about Democratic consultants now, is they're not doing what the Republican base, the MAGA base is doing. The MAGA base is saturating the Internet. The MAGA base is saturating alternative media. The MAGA base is saturating churches. The MAGA base is saturating every institution they can get a foothold in. And they're telling their stories. Yes, the story is not truthful. Yes, the stories are full of lies but they are telling a story and they're talking to people and they're touching people and they're hugging people and they're kissing people as they tell the message. And you know what elitist democratic consultants are doing? They remain in their ivory tower. And for those who said you are using those ivory tower consultants, talking points that the right are using. And you know why? Because the right is correct. Correct. Too many of the Democrats who are advising Democratic candidates and others, they are not living among the people. They are so—they are in the stratosphere somewhere. They don't see what people are seeing. They don't hear what people are saying. Let me give one good example. I understand why Biden couldn't get certain things done because of cinema and mansion. I understand it. But most Americans on the left side just feel, wait a minute, if Republicans had the power of owning the House, the Senate, and the the Congress, uh, and uh, and the presidency, even without veto proof, they would have changed the rules at the beginning of the session. And they would have said, you know what? We are going to eliminate the filibuster because we understand that we're dealing with a fascist party. We understand that we're dealing with a party that once they get power, they won't relinquish it because they will do what they've done with the Supreme court. And otherwise we have a very small window to operate. We can't talk about this bipartisan crap in on, on the political level. We can't, we cannot because these guys, when they take power, they will do whatever is necessary to maintain power under minority control because it's a dying party that only has minority representation. They don't have the majority of the Americans with them. They haven't had that in decades. So an elitist Democrat would have known that the story being told to the average Democrat is the following. You elected them. You got the House. You got the Senate. You got the, the 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 presidential. You got the presidency. But you, what did that buy you? You still don't have the Supreme Court. You still don't have. You have the ability to make changes to the Supreme Court, and you chose not to. You had the ability to get the VRA in. Get the VRA passed. Voter Rights Act passed and you didn't, and all these other issues, when we gave you control, even if we can't give you Vita-proof control, there were mechanisms that you could use to get it done, and you didn't. So you know what? It's as if we are still under Republican fascist rule. So therefore, you know what? Many many just throw their hands up in the air and say to hell with it. We're screwed whichever way we go. Why go ahead and support? And it is jobs of independent media. It is a job of folks who can tell the truth to go out there. And say, hey, I understand your frustration, but just one time, we've got to we've got to bite our tongue and get things done the right and get it done and elect progressives who are not fearful, progressives who are not fearful in saying we're going to hold the bull by both horns and we are going to execute, we are going to act for every for every illegal court or rather for every court position that was stolen we will replace that we will add that to the court now now what else are we going to do we are going to pass the VRA and if mansion and cinema doesn't agree we at least will have their no vote on record to show the Democrats and thinking Americans that we made changes. And even though you elected us because you sent us back cinema and mansion, we couldn't get it done, but you see us make the attempt to get it done. You saw us attempt to make it, to get it done. You say, okay, well, mansion may cross over and decide to caucus with the Republicans. That's a possibility. And, and so cinema may do it as well. Well, if they're not decide, if they really have decided that they don't want to run for the Senate anymore, that's understandable. They may do that because at that point, you know, MAGA is not going to elect cinema and MAGA is not going to elect mansion. MAGA has somebody in Arizona that they want. MAGA has somebody in West Virginia that they want. So the truth of the matter is cinema and mansion can play spoiler, but their career would be done. So again, the problem is we don't play hardball and the, the base sees Democrats as weak as weak. So if you ask yourself what that 4646 means, why it is that Biden is tied with Trump, it has nothing to do with Biden's age. It has everything to do with what they see. And as much as we got the, uh, we we, we got the IRA passed in as much as we got the infrastructure bill passed, they say, but what else matters to me we have to learn what what the angst of the american people and if these guys weren't in their ivory towers if they were out there among the people and talking to the people they would understand what's going on and then they would invest In independent media, they would invest in social media, they would invest in all the different avenues, just like the Republicans have invested in lying to them. There would be a counter, just a truthful counter to what ails. But again, sometimes you wonder if our neoliberal democratic brothers even care. After all, they will do well in every Administration. Actually, they will do well in every administration. Yvette Avery Herod says, "I'm definitely curious about this. Still waiting for more information. Uh, for uh, let's see, <laughs> what what are you curious about, Avery? When he said that uh, his people were poorer and in and worse shape than slaves, I mean, it's that's a laughable comment, not even worth trying to get a, an, an answer because it makes no sense whatsoever. But hey. What can I say? It, 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 I found that so amusing, right? It was so amusing. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Anyway, Paul Fleming, I, I, if you if you take a look at my morning show, it's in the archive. Uh, you can go to uh politicsunright.com slash podcast, or you can go to our YouTube channel. I already have it there uh, that I did the show this morning where we covered that uh, with the 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 the. the UAW fight against General Motors. It is amazing that over the, here's the funny thing. If they get that 46% raise, the UAW folks, that will only put them at five within five percent of what they made in 2003. In other words, they'll be making five percent less than they made in 2003 if they accept just the 46% offer that they're asking for. But it gets worse. The cost of of cars over the last five years went up by 30%. The CEO pay went up by 40%. And the pay for the workers went up by 6%. Those are interesting numbers. All the spoils from the race in the cars went to the execs, right? And the uh, workers got less than what inflation cost them. It is so, so off-keel, off-kinter. Uh, Paul Fleming says, new he fled a traffic stop in Louisiana. Now he's in prison for life. After 12 years beyond bars, Marcus I uh, thought he had a deal for his release. Then Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry filed a the legal uh, challenge that could derail hope for these imprisoned under the state's three strike sentence rules it's a shame but that's what we get when they're looking to keep people in jail you know what it's an, it's it, it's a form of slavery as i think who said that before either ray said that or or fleming i don't remember which one said it but anyway, let's see what else we have here. I th- we're, we're about ready to close down. Please, folks, remember, go to uh, sign up for our Ask Egberto Anything. Uh, it's at politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. We are having it this weekend at 11 Central. This weekend at 11 Central. So set your clocks. 11 Central, 9 Pacific, 10 Mountain, 12 Eastern. Uh, let's see I did highlight mass incarceration As a slavery conversation Thank you for reminding me Ray You know I'm getting old I can't remember all these things All at once sometimes But anyhow 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 Yes Nancy Pelosi will run for um, For re-election in 2024 Look I like Nancy Pelosi You know she's going to run But why can't You know she start prepping Somebody else to run For the position I mean she's 83 Come on now Come on now. Come on now. All right, folks. um, Please support the program. How can you support the program? You can support the program by going to politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. But here's the thing, folks. I would love if all of you could join my newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. It's like buying a cup of coffee for Politics done Right once a month. Can you do that? A pot a cup of coffee for politics and once a month. Just go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter and get the paid edition. But it's you're not like getting uh, it's not like a free stuff because here's what happens: every book that I write will be on Substack. Right now we have uh the book uh Tribulations of an Afro-Caribbean Latin Man. That one is there already, and uh it's worth it how to talk to your right-wing relative friends and neighbors. And as we speak, um, I'm converting the others so that I can put it up there as well. Just takes a lot of time and I have to do these things in spaces. But all my books are going to be on Substack uh, for those people who subscribe to my Substack. So please, please, por favor, por favor, por favor, go to politicsdonright.com newsletter and please subscribe to the paid version of the newsletter. I guarantee you it is worth it for all the little benefits that you're going to get from it i'm about to release this stuff that you see uh, that i posted on uh at uh at daily coast i'm going to post that to the Substack because it's of interest and it's generating a hell of a lot of traffic at uh daily coast right now anyhow folks uh thank you so kindly for being at a part of the show don't forget to come to ask egberto anything tomorrow uh so let's let's say, have a wonderful weekend. See you tomorrow at 11 Central. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright, right, And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? out.